0: If you remember we started a sermon series on christmas we titled that sermon series as christmas the end the beginning and the future can you say that with me christmas the end the beginning and the future there are three things that we are going to talk we talked we already started talking about those three things christmas is the end of all things Christmas is the beginning of new things and Christmas is the hope for tomorrow. So Christmas is the end, the beginning and the future. So last week we saw the birth of Lord Jesus Christ put an end to many old things. Number 1 we saw there was a three, there was a 400 years of silent period between the old testament and new testament. During that time God did not speak. We spoke about that last Week, so that period came to an end when Jesus came to this world. And secondly, we said God put an end to the earthly kingdom and the heavenly kingdom started. And thirdly, we said also many traditional strongholds came to an end. These are the things that we spoke last week. So this week, I would like to title my sermon as Christmas: the beginning and oh, sorry, beginning of the new. Can you say that with me? Christmas: the beginning of the new. So what are those things that began new, so fresh, because Jesus came to this world? There are three things that we are going to talk about, and those three are very, very important. I want you to listen, and I want you to understand. Number one, a new revelation. Can you say that with me? A new revelation. In those days, Jesus was not known as God because he was not born, all that the Jew, Jews they knew was God the Father. Can you say God the Father? God the Father was, was God. That's what Jews they knew, they knew. He was known as Yahweh. Can you say Yahweh? So he was known as Yahweh in Judaism. So that's the principal name that was known to the Old Testament people. People who lived in those days. And God revealed them. Yahweh God revealed himself to the people as Yahweh that simply means people were keeping God somewhere else he was kind of in a most sacred and most distinctive and the most incommunicable or indescribable unspeakable God God is somewhere. He is like a celestial object. God is somewhere there. We have no access to God. He is the most holy, the holiest. And He is sacred. He is holiest. He is incommunicable. That means He can't speak to God. And God is all powerful. That was the visualization, the understanding the people of God had before the coming of Lord Jesus Christ. We are talking about a new thing Christmas revealed about God. And God revealed Himself in different situations throughout the Bible, in many different ways. Can you put the next screen, please? I mean, so you see a couple of, you know, uh, revelations or representations of God. God was known as El Shaddai. Can you say it with me? And as I speak these Hebrew words, El Shaddai. That means God Almighty. El Elyon, that means the Most High God. Elohim, that means God, the Creator, the Mighty and the Strong. Adonai, that means Lord God. Yahweh, sorry, Jehovah Jireh, that means the Lord will provide. He's our provider. Jehovah Rapha, that means the Lord who heals, the God who heals. Jehovah Nissi, that simply means God is our banner, He is our protector, He covers us. Jehovah Mekadesh. That means the Lord who sanctifies us, who makes us holy. Jehovah Shalom, that means God of our peace. Jehovah Sitkenu. that means God of righteousness. Jehovah Roi, that means God, Lord is our shepherd. Jehovah Shammah, that means the Lord is present, very present, he's there. El Roi, that means God who sees. People understood God in many different ways, in many different situations, in the word of God. But still no one has seen God. Have you seen God, any of you sitting here? No one has seen God still. Let's turn to Exodus chapter 3, 33 verse 20. God spoke to Moses and he said, God spoke, but he, he, nobody has seen. God said, but he said, God said to Moses, you cannot see my face for no man shall see me and live. That was the understanding of God. No man can live after seeing me. He's such a powerful God. That was the representation. That's how people understood, perceived God during those times. No man can live. Even Jesus spoke about it in John chapter 1 verse 8. Jesus said, no one has, no one has seen, can you read with me? No one has seen God at any time. Now. Something new is happening at the birth of Lord Jesus, the only begotten Son. Son represents Lord Jesus, who is in the bosom of the Father. He has declared him. And in John chapter 14, now this is amazing scripture. Can you read with me? John chapter 14, verses 7 to 9. If you had known to me, yeah, go ahead you would have known my father also Jesus is speaking to the disciples and from now on you know him and you have seen him how come a God who was not seen by anybody if someone sees God he is so powerful that person will die he's such a powerful God now Jesus is telling them you have you have seen me and now you would have seen my father and from now on you know him and have seen God and it continues disciples couldn't understand and even as some of us couldn't understand even now disciples couldn't understand and verse 8 Philip said to him one of them said to him Lord show us the Father show us Yahweh show us God show us the Father and it is sufficient for us, Suffice, sufficient for us. you all know the Jews they didn't believe in Jesus they said Jesus we understand what you're saying but it doesn't really matter. Show us the Father. Show us the Father. And verse 9, Jesus said to him, this is what Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long? And yet you have not known me, Philip. He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? So that simply means when Jesus came from heaven to this earth, he came as a representation of God. In fact, he came as God himself. And that's why he could see, those who have seen me have seen the Father. So number one thing that began at Christmas was a new revelation. Can you say new revelation? Before that, they, know, they did not know about the triune nature of our living God. God, the Father, Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, the triune nature of God was not known but now when jesus came he was just opening it up he was just making that you know making that revelation giving that revelation to people now god the father they already knew now they know son jesus and the holy spirit is yet to be revealed are you with me this morning holy spirit is yet to be revealed so jesus came down to this world to reveal the father so those who have seen jesus they have seen the father and in some places and again jesus says I and the father are one I and the father are one you know we are serving a God who rep who who reveals himself as God the father son Jesus and the Holy Spirit are you with me this morning are you with me Christmas revealed the father to mankind number two Christmas also made a new way. Can you say new way? I want to read a scripture. So until then, the religious system was the way to come to God. You know, this is very amazing. Until then, the religious system, people need to go through all the religious procedures to come to God. They were known to Pharisees and Sadducees, you know, those religious leaders at that time. And the people, anyone want to come to God, they can come to God by going through those leaders, those spiritual leaders. But when Jesus came down to this earth, what he made? He made a new way. Can you say that with me? He made a new way. What is that way that we are talking about? Can you read with me? John chapter 14 verse 6. If you can read with me. Can you read together? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the father except through me the reason why jesus could say that was and is because no one came to this world from heaven and he died gave his life and shed his own blood for the mankind no one on the face of this earth you know we are all sinners we have an eternal punishment if we continue to live in our sin, that's where we need God so that God can forgive our sins and take us home, take us to heaven. And for our sins to be forgiven, one man has to die for us, for a human being. Until then, they were sacrificing animals. They are no more good. Our sins need to be forgiven permanently. A man has to be sacrificed. Who can be that man? Because we are all born sinners. When we give birth to a child, the Bible says, We are giving birth in sin. That sinful nature comes into the child just automatically by itself, by himself or herself. So as the child grows, that sinful nature comes. So nobody can die in that place. That's the reason Jesus was born as a virgin child. Not like the way babies are born today. Jesus was born because the Holy Spirit came upon Mary and blessed Mary with that seed. That was not from Joseph, it was from God. And when Jesus died, died, that sinless blood was shed on the ground and that resulted in forgiveness of sins, amen? Can I hear an amen? That resulted in forgiveness of sins. So now Jesus is talking about the new way and he says, I am the way to the Father. There are not many different ways. He says, I am the way, I am the way to the Father you know in the new testament time it is very interesting those people who follow jesus they are called the people of the way people of the way i'll give you some example can you read acts chapter 9 saul you remember saul right saul was taking capturing all the people those who are following jesus because he was very strong in those religious judaism religious system and he was capturing all the people who are following jesus and putting them in prison and now he went to uh, the high priest and he is asking for permission to release those who follow Jesus, to destroy them, to kill them. Can you read with me Acts chapter 9, verses 1 and 2? Can you come with me? Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, he went to the high priest and he asked letters from the high priest to the synagogues of Damascus so that if he found any who were of the Way. Any of them who follow Jesus, he wanted to capture them. Whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. So people who follow Jesus, they are known as the way followers. Because Jesus came down to this earth to show the way to heaven. So today what Christmas means to us? Christmas simply reveals the Father to us because son jesus came to this world and secondly christmas also shows us the way to go to heaven if you don't have jesus coming to this world today we may be doing various other things like people of this world they do various different things to go to heaven but jesus says i'm the way just follow me follow me number three third one the new thing the new thing something bigger and new is we are becoming a new creation can you say new creation not only a new revelation not only a new way but we are also becoming a new creation and i want you to think about a moment we're talking about the new revelation that happens in uh, instead of us in our mind you know god shows us father coming down as and jesus a new way We follow Jesus because we know Jesus died for us at the cross and he showed the way and we become followers of Christ, following him. But now something which is tangible, which is really happening, what is that? That is what is known as new creation. Can you say that again? New creation. That is a transformation that is taking place inside of people who follow Christ. The transformation, a newness that is happening inside of us. Until people followed religion, until now they followed religion, but nothing really happened to them. You remember in the Old Testament days? Every time they come, come to the temple of God and they sacrifice animals for their sins and they go back and then sin again. And next year again bring those animals. That was continuing. There is no transformation happening, there is no change in their lives. In the Old Testament people, lives of Old Testament people, there was no change inside of them. They were just following the religious rules and regulations strictly. They thought that you know by doing it they can go to heaven. But now when Jesus came to this world, He changed everything. He He made us his new creation. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen. Can you read with me? Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. And what happens? Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That makes a difference. That that brings a change in our lives, in your life and in my life. When we come to Christ, we don't do the old things that we used to do anymore. We follow Christ. We follow Christ. Christmas is the beginning of new creations. Because Christ was born, Today we have the new privilege, uh, the privilege of being born in the family of God. Those who come to Christ and those who are known to Christ, those who follow Christ, we are known as the family of God. There are people everywhere, all around the world. There are people even in those nations where they can't serve God, where they can't come and, you know, gather like this. There is so much of restriction. People are even getting killed for following Christ. They're all the family of God. They are all the, to put together, they are all the family of God. Birth of Jesus Christ introduces new birth Are being born again in the kingdom of God. Can you read with me John chapter 1 verses 12 and 13? 12, 12 and 13. But as many as received Jesus, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, not of the will of man, but of God. When we come to Christ, we get the privilege of becoming His own child. You know how the relationship builds? We have Father in heaven, God. Through Son Jesus, we have the sons. We receive the sonship of Christ. We become sons and daughters of God. He broke the bridge. Jesus came down and he broke the bridge so that we are able to come to God even though we are sinners because Christ died for us at the cross and he forgives our sins when we come to him. What a privilege that is. A new transformation. A new beginning in our lives. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. We read this and then we are going to pray. Romans 12 chapter, sorry, chapter 12, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Today, what we need is not a religion, a transformation in our mind. A new thinking, new desire to follow Christ in our mind. That's what we need. We don't represent religion. We represent heaven to this world That's the reason people out there they need God, they need Christ, because it's not a question of following a religion, but it is so important that we come into the relationship with God. We come into the newness of life, of being called as sons and daughters of Christ. And when we come to that relationship, the old things pass away. The old way of following God, the old way of doing things, the the the, the sins of this world, the things that do not please God. We come out of those things and we bring a relationship. We come into a relationship with God and that happens by the renewal of mind. A transformation that has to take place in our mind. This morning coming of Jesus to this world is a great blessing because we come to know who our God is. God is not a celestial being somewhere else there but God came down to this earth. People who lived there at the time of Jesus Christ, because it's a historical evidence, right? So people who lived at the time of Jesus Christ, they have seen with their own eyes, they have touched him. God came from heaven to down to this earth. And disciples, they were with him. And they have written all the gospels and the epistles for us to know Christ lived. And there is a historical record of Christ being alive and lived and died. He was crucified at the cross. And what else we need? God coming down to this earth revealing the Father to the mankind and today you and I are coming to God and he showed us the new way to go to heaven and today he's talking about, he's telling us that once you come to Christ you are a new creation. We need that blessing. We need to rejoice in that blessing during this time. Whether anything else is happening or not, you know one thing is important, that he came down for us. Shall we all arise this morning as we pray and close?